Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Okay, let's get the second one done so I can go and buy a paddle. Sex paddle. Not, not a sex paddle. I can see in your face. <laughs> I can see in your face as I was saying it. You can ask me if it's a sex paddle. No, it's a canoe paddle. You know it's a canoe paddle. Oh, I mean, you could use a canoe paddle as a sex paddle. I don't think it would... You'd have to stand about four foot from someone. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, you maybe don't want to be next to the person you're sex paddling. <laughs> but yeah, strictly speaking, yes, you could use a canoe paddle as a sex paddle. You couldn't really use a sex paddle as a canoe paddle. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, you could, but it would just be like... <laughs> we should, we, like, we, we should just, go and buy some sex paddles as well. Just sort of like, batting we'll, the water. We'll, we'll, pop into, like, we'll pop into town, we'll buy some sex paddles as well, and we'll see if we can paddle a canoe with them. Well, I've got to do something this afternoon, haven't well, exactly. Let's watch some cartoons. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And we haven't been anywhere since last time, but you presumably have. Yeah, was it nice? Was it nice where you went over well, that time? I hope time? it was, and I really hope you have gone somewhere since last time. Because otherwise that's you a week of just there. just last Wednesday go, <laughs> I'll just wait for the next one. <laughs> Yeah, when we say, uh, you know, listen out for next week's one. <laughs> it, it you don't like, have to be that yeah, vigilant. It's, like, it's going to come out at a regular time on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you've got all the way until that regular time on a Wednesday. To before... do, what, do what you want. Yeah. You don't have to be that. I mean, hopefully what you spent this time doing was hassling LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, as we introduced last time, we've got a new feature. It's called uh, Help Us Help LeBron. <laughs> and uh, we've, got a, we've got a hound LeBron James uh, about, like, about... Basically about taking his job seriously. Yeah. Uh, not his good basketball job, his his other job. Yeah, his other job of saving the world. Save the world uh, and uh, making a documentary film about it, Space yeah. Jam 2. And uh, we have urgent information that needs to cross the desk of LeBron James. I don't know if he has a desk. I presume of course he's got a desk. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got a you're plaque so, you're and everything. So, you're so sure. <laughs> yeah, of course he's got a desk. I just yeah, I do like the idea he's got a full study. Yeah, and ho- hopefully sometime soon we're going to be invited to go there. Yeah, and help him out. So we're going to get to see this desk, <laughs> see and I'll be able to take desk. a photo of me next to the desk going. Told you so. I mean, I I think you're kind of right in that if he has a desk, it's the nicest desk. Yeah, and it's got a plaque on it with his name on. It's not going to be like uh, a, an IKEA job. It's no, going to oh, be no, a no, big, heavy gonna be, LeBron doesn't mahogany shop IKEA. job. It's going to have that like sort of green leather bit, yeah. In the, the writing it, bit, the yeah. writing bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've now we've decided what kind of desk LeBron James has. help we'll us ask him, we'll ask, help LeBron. Yeah, and while you're at it, ask him what his desk's like and see if you can get him to send yeah, you a, like a, a, photo. Pic- a picture yeah. of his desk. <laughs> <laughs> Should we crack on with some cartoons? Uh, yeah, uh, I think we should because otherwise. Because desk chat isn't what people came here for. <laughs> axe chat, axe sometimes, chat, yeah. yeah. But desk you know, chat. If, if you didn't listen last week and what you were after was axe chat, listen to last week's episode. Yeah, you've got a bit of axe, axe chat. chat. Um, okay, so uh, let's jump straight in uh, with uh, Bugs Bunny and your 70 Sam number. They've been they've been at loggerheads for centuries. Yeah. Um, so let's see what's going on there. It's called 14 Carat Rabbit. 
Uh, it's a Bugs Bunny in 70 Sam number from March 15th, 1952. Is this a countdown? Ooh. Has Bugs got 14 carrots? Let's find out. So, bugs uh, vibrate around gold, yeah, like, so, like it's some sort of metal detector. So, I, I I sort of have a reasoning in my brain for that. In Let's the, see if it matches my reasoning. So, if he if he can move through soil yeah. and manipulate it in the space time kind of a way, yeah. when that soil is interrupted, like you know, it, yeah. it makes it makes sense for bugs to. It's pretty much find. exactly what I was thinking. It's like so, there's some, something in here that isn't soil. Yeah. So, like the the way I'm thinking is, it's like because he moves so rapidly through soil, he needs a kind of defense mechanism to know. I'm just thinking he can't. Like, it's like when like you Superman plot a hyperspace jump and you don't want it to go through any planets, solid things. Or yeah. Stars. Like, but I'm thinking it's um, more along the lines that like Superman can't see through lead, bugs can't travel through gold. Yeah. Which also makes makes sense, like in a, a quite traditional sort of like alchemy uh, yeah. theories. Going, oh, they're pretty close to one another. We p- probably yeah. we try hard enough, turn one into the other. Yeah, and so like mm-hmm. I presume he also can't uh, get through, through lead. lead. Yeah, so that's one thing. So that's what like basically he's using that vibrating thing as a way of just if he walks across something and there's gold there, it's a proximity bit. Yeah, it's basically uh, it's a. It's a defense mechanism almost. It's like you yeah. don't want to do it here. Yeah. Like you don't want to try and tunnel through that. You won't make it. So uh Yosemite Sam is a gold prospector and he's not doing very well. So he's in the shop trying to trade over his gold. And I mean, uh, I would argue that Yosemite Sam is not a gold prospector. Nah, he's a robber. Because he just he just goes to people's claims, starts shooting guns at their feet, as yeah. is his want. Yeah, I mean, that's one way of gold prospecting. But anyway, <laughs> it goes along, uh, and the uh, the money exchangers willing to give him $10 for what Sam brings. And then Bugs comes in, carrying this huge lump of gold. Um, and, I mean, he's strong, because that thing must have weighed a lot. And just drops it on the bench and goes, oh, can you give me some carrots for that? The guy hands over two carrots, and then Bugs goes, I'll keep the change. Yeah, and the gold exchanger just goes. I oh, always does that. He just has a sixth sense for gold, which he does. Yeah. But so Sam, in a sort of indirect way. Yeah. So Sam's like, all right. Well, I'm just gonna go and partner up with Bugs, uh, or the Rabbit. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine that if you walked up to everyone you knew? Yeah. Went, Hello, human. Yeah. Because he said, "Ah, if it isn't my old friend, the Rabbit." Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, um, and Bugs pretty much cottons on straight away. Pretends to find gold. Um, and cons Sam into doing all of the digging in which Sam, Sam shows his true colours as there was no partnership and he was going to nick everything. Yeah. And Bugs has led him as a classic to this overhanging cliff which he's going to dig all the way through and fall out of the bottom. Yep, so that's the first one. The second one, he's he's <clears> digging somewhere and it's actually Bugs has parked a truck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> full of it. soil. And he, he just said, well, he's digging into the truck. Bugs goes and deposits him off a cliff. Yeah, like uh, straight away. And then, I don't know. Like, well, like eventually it ends up with <laughs> um, Sam chasing bugs across the states of America. Yeah. Um, All the way to Kentucky. Yeah. In, in which suddenly bugs has a vibrating moment. And you sent me sounds like, ah, oh, I'm not going to fall for this again, but I'm, I've got to check. And he starts digging. Um, and as we guessed, 
Fort Knox. Fort Knox, which... He he tunneled in, which was alarmingly easy. Yeah. But the MPs were there immediately. They arrest Sam, and Bugs is about to get arrested, because the MP's like, well, what are you doing here? And he's like, I was just waiting for a streetcar. And then suddenly this boat turns up, inland, going through land, and he's like, oh, but a ship will do. And he gets on the ship, and then the ship sails away. But it's like, I don't get it, because it's like... I mean, even even from a not trying to work out what's going on perspective, just a it's like that isn't a joke. No, like, no, why, no. why is it? There's, no, there's nothing funny. But I reckon I've got I've got a theory as to how and why that ship is there. Hit me. Future Bugs has found a way to create things that can travel through soil, so to kind of um, kind of put his power into things. Yeah, and he sent that ship with that power to that time and place so that Bugs doesn't get arrested. Because if he's in Fort Knox and locked up in Fort Knox, he's not going to be able to get out. Because I reckon they've gold-lined a lot of things in there and he can't tunnel through gold. So I reckon Bugs, future Bugs, has sent a ship that has the power to travel through soil. So do you think when this happens to... But it more sails on soil. Do you think when this happened to future Bugs in his timeline, do you think he said, I'm waiting for a boat? Yeah. And then this time, for whatever slight reason, he said streetcar. Yeah. And it's like, unfortunately, I've sent a boat. Yeah, well, it looks like it. But, <laughs> but this bug's had the wherewithal to go, ah, oh, but a ship will do. Yeah. <laughs> and just gets on. So, because it's the only, it's the, I haven't seen anybody else that has the ability to move through soil the way that bugs does. No. Like, I mean, we've seen worms and stuff like that, but obviously they create holes, whereas that ship didn't cause any damage to the soil it was on. It was sailing on the soil. But yeah. it was in it as well. The hull of the ship was in the soil. So that's that's a bug's power. So, and it wasn't like this bug's had planned it because he said streetcar. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's so like, it must have been future bugs. I reckon it's, future bugs didn't say, say streetcar. Yeah. He said ship. Yeah. Why you would say ship, I don't know. But but I think it's largely because he, do, he doesn't want past bugs to get locked up in Fort Knox because Fort Knox... Full of gold. Like, well, we Bugs also struggle to tunnel through. Well, that. we also know that he needs uh, past bugs to do something because past bugs is presumably out of carrots because he's yeah he's buying them. Yes, exactly, and he's exchanging large quantities of gold for them. Yeah, so like I also wondered if past bugs because he because he sort of broadly knows that something's going to happen when he runs out of carrots. Yeah, and he was just actually having quite a night because he's been dossing about for quite a while past bugs. He hasn't really been no. doing anything useful, and he I think he got a taste for it, wanted to carry on not doing anything useful, and so he's been buying carrots. Yeah, which I imagine future supply. bugs is going like, no, Stop doing it. <laughs> You're going to need those powers. Yeah, I mean, as to as to why he was so adamant to get Yosemite Sam arrested because he sent sam there specifically yeah i think it was to get arrested for what i don't know but like he just likes to troll sam at this point doesn't he yeah but i mean like you can troll him without sending him to prison for trying to break into fort knox sam's probably going to be in there a while if he doesn't get out himself yeah but he's been in a fair few jail breaks in his time well that's true like, i reckon it'll be all right yeah i mean he's an eldritch horror from beyond the pale exactly so, he just has to uh, shave his moustache and wave it at them yeah <laughs> bend those bars with those good tentacles yeah. <sighs> i'm getting out so yeah i don't well i don't know can he do that did we decide he could do that thing that like an octopus 
he can just get through really small gaps. Oh, I don't, I don't know if we had decided that, but I mean, that sounds likely. Because we, the, the, if we, we definitely... Oh, yeah, if he can get his teeth through yeah. it, that was it. Yeah, it was, it was to do with his teeth. So, like, so yeah. like his, if, the, if, the bars, if the bars aren't sufficiently Smaller, close yeah. together, he's just going to slip right out of there. Yeah, that was... I forgot about the teeth <laughs> thing. And yeah. it was just horrible thought of him yeah. squeezing himself through and he had to get this one tooth through and he could just... Oh. Yeah, because his teeth can shift around in his yeah. mouth. He's just got millions of interchangeable if teeth. If he can get his teeth through, if he can get his largest tooth yeah. through those bars, he's out. It oh, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how horrible that was. Yeah. You can't go forgetting stuff like that. But, well, now I don't know if I can. Well, no, but now I don't know forever. if we're the people to help LeBron. No, we're definitely We've got to keep, LeBron. got to keep it in there, Cal. <laughs> You keep together. I know it's getting I, difficult. I, I think the problem is, is that thought was so horrible. My brain went, "Don't hold on to that, <laughs> man. Do not hold on to that. That's uh, going to that, haunt you." Do you think that's the first tip for LeBron? Just be careful of your semi Sammy. Horrible, yeah. eldritch octopus creature. And uh, if he can get, and he can get into all kinds of, he uh, can get into all kinds of spaces yeah. as long as they're, you know, as long as the oh, opening is bigger like than his largest from tooth. The X Files. Yeah, it's because that, that that always used to freak yeah, me out. Not, that guy. Uh, Eat livers. Yeah. So, yeah, just got to remember this stuff, unfortunately, no matter how harrowing. Uh, right, anyway. S- speaking of harrowing, it's uh, it's our favourite awful sex pest, Pepe Le Pew. He's with Penelope again, as is standard. Um, uh, so we're watching uh, Little Bo Pepe. It's a Pepe and Penelope number from March 29th, 1952. Let's see what he's up to. I think I know. <laughs> yeah, I think I know. It's our favourite middle-aged divorcee called Michael. Just on his game again. Let's see what he's up to. So he's a cologne alchemist. Or he's incredibly handsome. Well, he just needs to mask the smell. Yeah, because that seems to be what's off-putting, realistically, is everybody, everyone's fine with the way he talks, everybody's fine with the way he looks, but the way, as soon as they smell him, that's it. It's like, nah, I'm out. So, in terms of powers, then, uh, Pepe Le Pew's, like, power is that he is handsome, but yeah. it's offset by... Yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking this was a because genie wish. it's offset by a, a, a bad power, because he yeah. smells all the time. Yes, which exactly, which is how skunks work. No. Right. But also, another question, is Penelope sentient? I don't know, because, like, I don't think so. I think she's just a cat. Yeah, I think she's just a cat. And I'm surprised she hasn't become sentient at any point with the stretch and she so goes that part, at that point, are we like, is it is it bestiality in Tooniverse? That's exactly what I was going to ask. It's like <laughs> Pepe, man, you need to you need to talk. But I mean, we saw Daffy with his with his first wife. She wants sentient, but we're assuming that she was uh, his wife when he turned sentient. Yes, yeah, originally. I think so. so like, the marriage I, is probably yeah. still okay. Whereas Pepe is actively pursuing. A pet. Yeah, I mean, I don't think uh, it was probably his wife when uh, he was wasn't sentient, but they were to, they were together. Yes, yeah, they, yeah, had, yeah, they yeah. had kids. Yeah, they weren't married. Yeah, as such. presumably they are now. Yeah, but maybe he maybe, maybe not. not anymore. No, Who because knows? they went to divorce court. Well, yeah, I remember. <laughs> but like, yeah, but yeah. So if Penelope's not sentient, then what are you doing, Pepe, man? What, like, fucking wind your neck in, pal. Like, you know, wind this back. Yeah. It's, it's getting too much. So, broadly speaking, 
uh, Pepe uh, depressed from being spurned time and again uh, has gone off to join the French Foreign Legion yeah and unfortunately uh, Penelope I don't know how she gets herself in these situations but she so there must be something like some other power acting pulling them together uh, bring them together because Penelope is the mascot for this particular fort yeah in the desert Uh, and so uh, Pepe's sort of up to his usual games again as soon as he sees he's like ah well this can wait but he winds up uh chasing her across the desert and uh she uh penelope passes out basically before yeah in this nice oasis uh where he set up like a a boudoir tent (laughs) and he he lays her down and he's like oh we've got to we've got to rekindle the fires of love because how can she rest when i'm around i mean i i'm just so happy he didn't take advantage of her when she was was, knocked out i was really terrified i I was like oh god he's taking her in there he waited until she walked in that that was his plan he's like no no i still want to woo her it's like so like he's an awful sex pest but he's he's not He's not a rapist. No. Which is a, a, a relief. A, yeah, yeah. It, it's like that That weight is off my shoulders now. I don't need like, to go, oh, here he is. I mean, it's still not okay. No. But he's he's a, he's a, he stops he's at creep. He stops a certain at creep. level of honour. He stops at creep. Yeah. Uh, he's, n- he's not a, a, a full-blown rapist. No. Which is... And a, I'm happy about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm happy about that. And, and, and an animal rapist at that. Yeah. I mean, that bit's still iffy if we don't think Penelope's sentient, but we'll, we'll get there. But I, I'm, like I say, I'm surprised she hasn't become sentient. The amount of stress that she goes under. Because the thing is, is Pepe loves the thrill of the chase. Because in this, as soon as he masked his smell, uh, Penelope woke up to the nice smell that um, Pepe had created out of mixing all of these different perfumes together. One of which was called Man Trap, yeah. by the way. On guard. Was On guard, one. yeah. So he mixes them all together and makes a nice smell. That wakes her up. And as soon as she sees them, She's, she's like, oh my god, her heart's throbbing, her pupils turn into hearts, bulge out of her eyes, and she's all over him. He freaks out. He's like, nah, love, I'm 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 out of here. And he starts running like she was running when he was chasing her. So and she's running like he was running when he was chasing her. Yeah. Like he he turns her into Which is like a serial Pepe. killer. Yeah, it is. Like <laughs> this constant, relentless, just steady movement. Yeah. Like he doesn't run. No. He just does that little skip. He's got a, he's got music. Yeah, like little like beep, 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 beep. exactly. So so he he likes the thrill of the chase. He's not ever. I don't think he's got a plan. He doesn't want to be in this relationship. But but that's but like presumably you know he's been there and done that. We know he's divorced. Yeah, like he's now he's he's having he's having a midlife crisis. Is yeah. what he's having. Like he 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 doesn't want to settle down. Apparently with non sentient cats. Well, just one really. Just one particular one. Yeah. I mean I. I don't know. I'd like, she must be sentient by now. She Do you think be. he knows that like, she's not that sentient? It, no, that it's just the smell putting everyone off. Because otherwise, he would I just reckon do so. This but all I time. reckon so. Because otherwise, why would he be so confident? Yeah, but wh- why wouldn't he just mask the smell all the time? I mean, he does have a lot of different colognes. Maybe this Maybe is the first he time can't he's hit smell. on them. <laughs> he's a nosmic. Yeah, and he doesn't know when he's doing it. Yeah, maybe he just goes. I'm a skunk. It, ha- it happens occasionally, but only when I want. And he doesn't realise that actually the one of the, the anti-power he's got now is that it happens all the time. Is that the, do you think that's how he got so many different clones is he gets them and he smells them and goes, this doesn't smell of anything. Yeah, well, because it, because he made this like super like one and he went, yeah. oh, it's a bit subtle. 
Yeah, whereas it wasn't. It was bobbling away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's yeah, I think he's like, so he's not completely anosmic. But no, he's, but uh, he's very, very dull. He's got a very poor sense of smell. Yeah, so he can't smell it. He smells all the time. He's gone nose blind. And also, like, because my, my question was going to be, like, why doesn't he just cover the smell all the time? But then I guess at the end of this episode, uh, like, he doesn't, he doesn't like being chased. No. So he needs to, like he's probably over over years and years trying to find a middle ground yeah. where it's just like it just makes me you know approachable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, you know a, a figure of lust. No, I just want I just want people not to run away. Yeah, well, I want them to run away a bit, but I want to eventually get them. Yeah, but maybe he's trying to find a meaningful relationship again. And he doesn't want it to all be about lust. So kind of like. So in, do you think he does? Bits. So you think he does want a meaningful relationship, but he doesn't like to admit that that's the case. Yeah, but I'm thinking, do, do you know, in Misfits, um, where uh, one of the lasses had a power where if they, if she's, if somebody touches her, yeah, then they just overcome by lust, yeah, and you know, uncontrollable lust, and you know, she's obviously she's tried to find a relationship with people, but it's like I don't know if you're like that because of my power or. If, I'm, I'll yeah, it's like hard me to because tell. you like me, and I think maybe that's what he's trying to find. Do you think that's why he stinks up all the time? Do you think he deliberately stinks up a lot, lot, of, the, lot of the time? No, again, I, I, I do think it's that that is kind of an anti-power, but he just doesn't realise that that he's doing it because skunks only smell some of the time, and they smell when they want to smell as a defence mechanism. So I'm thinking he's there going, "Well, I haven't kicked off my defence mechanism, so I'm smelling." Yeah. Oh, but I don't think he re- realises he does smell. It's I don't weird. know. It's it, like it's an odd one because it, it's yeah. It's it's like because it's not in one extreme or the other. Because like he wants the he wants some level of middle ground. Yeah, and it's hard to work out whether he's yeah because acting he can't against, smell very well so. acting against something that he can't control. Yeah, or if he's just trying to blend the thing he can control with something that makes him uh, attractive. Yes, to try and get the middle ground where he does have to chase them a bit, but in the end he gets what he wants. Yeah. Which is Whereas hopefully a meaningful he always relationship. Tips one way or the other. Yeah. They either get away or uh, he has they to come get after away. him. <laughs> so it's like he just hasn't quite got it yet. But maybe, He's maybe, got time. maybe cologne alchemy is going to be his new approach. Who knows? Possibly. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so uh, last one today then. Uh, Kidden the kitten. Dodsworth. Who is Dodsworth? I don't know. I've never. I don't. I've come across Dodsworth because it doesn't say first appearance of. So I think what we're going to have to do is going to have to watch it and see if if it's someone we've it's had someone before. We know, but it's not someone who's come up regular like. Uh, well, I, I don't think we've ever seen that name. I don't remember ever seeing but it. But it might be a character that existed and has now changed. And it's now has a depot. name to uh, name Dodsworth. Yeah. Uh, so we're watching Kidden the Kitten. It's a Dodsworth number from April fifth, nineteen fifty-two. Let's see what we got. <laughs> The best. That's what Dodsworth is. Yeah, he's amazing. He's great. I love him. Like, it's what, just what, a, what a good attitude he's got. <laughs> <laughs> so Dodsworth is a, a just lying around like Caligula-esque. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he basically doesn't want to do a day's work in his life. He's got a leg person owner. Yeah. Um, and uh, they they want him to catch some mice. He doesn't want to do He's it. He's not interested in that, So he? he sets up, he puts a sign outside, says it's the Acme mouse catching school. Yeah. Uh, he gets a pupil and gets 
him to catch all the mice. Now, the, the, he's, the he's amazing. Brilliant. Yeah. He's great at it. He should set up a school. Well, I think he is. I think he will. Yeah. In the, in, so uh, the student catches all the mice. Um, Dodsworth uh, is about to get his reward for having yeah. caught all the mice because he get, just gives the kid the diploma and shoves them out the door. Um, but the kid isn't having any of that. Uh, so he releases all the mice uh, and then catches them himself in front of the owner yeah. and replaces Dodsworth. That's the broad strokes of the episode. Yeah. Um, uh, well, one of the things I did want to talk about, uh, when Dodsworth is issuing the diploma and shuffling the kid out, yeah. his voice gets higher and higher and higher pitched. Well, it's because it's getting going. faster and faster. Well, is it just that, or do you think that uh, Dodsworth's lungs separate out the different gases, and the lower down he gets, the more to- more towards helium he gets in his lungs? So as he's pushing Next, out, the helium's longer and light, helium would be at the top. You assume so, but you know we know physics doesn't work the way it works. I just in think their he, place. I just think his his power because like obviously he's a like Dodsworth's never done an honest day's work in his life. No. He's a he's a he's a fast talking. Uh, you know he, he's got the gift of the gab. Yes, uh, which is why he's great. Uh, everything he says was like this, is, this guy's great. Yeah, but I, I I just think his power is he can put the, he can just do he can speak really print. fast. He can do the small print. So he'd be good for radio because you often hear that on like adverts on radios. Don't yeah, you, they, do where the... they just like ramble off the small print because they can't put it on the telly like yeah, they normally do. I reckon I reckon that would be his ideal job. <coughs> he should be if, a, if he the third a job. ring. Yeah, he might, well he needs one now. Maybe he will. Well, yeah, he actually he does. But like he'll just find another scheme. He's a schemer. He is. Yeah, he's drunk. Oh, yeah, his nose is so red. At it's, first, I was like, is he like a cousin of Sylvester? Because he just looks like a fat version he does, of Sylvester. He, yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's a he's tubby. But yeah, I, I, like, I don't know. I don't think he's necessarily directly connected to no. Sylvester. He does look like the same type of cat. But I, I, I don't think there's any, any more connection than that. Or at least I have no reason to believe there is. No. I also don't think... Well, I was trying to decide... There's a lot of mice in this house. And I was trying to decide if they were... Cultist mice. mice or just mice. And I think they're just mice. I think they're just mice. I mean, one of them had a jazz and hairdo, though. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he's got like, this sort of shocker blonde hair. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're, but they're efficient. Like, they're like, yes. they're like I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised there's any food in that house at all. Yeah, but I think largely it's there's loads of mice. Uh, leg person owner knows there's loads of mice. So buys loads of food. Uh, and knows her food's getting stolen. And just to make sure that there is anything left for her to eat at any point, yeah, she buys has a lot. to buy loads. Yeah, no, that seems fair. Um, but it's it's less than ideal. Yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe 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 that's that's done now. Although the mice are back in because uh, the kid very much took Dodsworth's position very uh, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> started just lying around eating sardines. Just, yeah. and uh, yeah, probably going to open up a school for mouse catching. But it'll be a bang in school though. Yeah, that's the difference. It's like it will actually, like, because... Dod- Unless Dodsworth ended up in that exact position because the same thing happened. Yeah, do we reckon Dodsworth... Used to be used a banging mouse catcher. Great mouse catcher. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No? No. No, I reckon he's... <laughs> he's I don't know. He, don't, he, doesn't, he doesn't strike me as someone who, uh, you know, once was really good at the job and now yeah. is lazy. It's such, he strikes me as someone who's always got had a scheme... Uh, yeah, and always managed to get by on that scheme. Yeah, he's just, he, he, yeah, it's just, he's a, he's a wheeling, dealing, you know, I like charlatan. I, I hope we see more of him. I like yeah, him. Yeah, I hope so. Like, he's great. It, yeah. it doesn't say first appearance of Dodsworth, though. No, it doesn't which, say final either, so that's good. So, like, 
it's all up in the air. We don't know if we're getting any Dodsworth, but I, I, I enjoyed his, I enjoyed his vibe. Yeah, a lot. No, it's good. Didn't answer anything though. Didn't. I didn't really raise any questions either. No, no. I mean, this was literally just a slice of life sort of yeah. job. But the portal. Do you reckon the portal was looking at Dodsworth or looking at the leg people? I don't know. I mean, again, we're seeing more of these leg people, mm. and I'm not any closer to understanding them. No. No, nor am I really. <laughs> they just, just just weird leg people. Just weird leg people. So um, that's that's the main failing of this whole episode <laughs> is that we've got no closer to the mystery of the leg people. No, we'll get there. Uh, so as ever, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on this uh, absurd journey. It's nice to know other people are there with us, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's good. And hopefully, LeBron will be with us. Soon. Hopefully, LeBron will be or with us be soon. With LeBron. Well, either way, either I'll way. take the recording kit over. I don't think there'll ever be a point in our lives uh, where, like, if we're with LeBron James, we're not with LeBron James. Like, there's no, yeah. never going to be a point that LeBron <laughs> James is with us. No, I don't, it's I don't. like I don't think I think no one will ever go. Oh, uh, here's the Space Jam guy. They had LeBron James with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had I, LeBron in time. Like, I think that's too lofty of a goal. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it, it might happen one day that uh, you know we're going to be with LeBron recording an episode as a guest. We could have him as a guest on. That would be great. Wouldn't Imagine it? that. Oh. Imagine that. Let's let's let's. Uh... He could, he could be sat next to me on the sofa, really sweaty <laughs> and topless because it's just baking outside. Be like, this is how we do it, LeBron. This is how we <laughs> do, man. It's just how we've always done it. <laughs> do you want a cup of tea? <laughs> Axe chat. Axe chat, LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you like the show, please, please uh, tell people about it. Especially LeBron James. Especially LeBron James. Because <laughs> uh, uh, we, don't, we don't pay to advertise it anywhere. We just, uh, we just ramble into the void and uh, you're, you're all kind enough to join us. But yeah. if you like it, other people you like will probably like it. Exactly. So, uh, so do, do tell people. If you listen on iTunes, please, please leave us a review or a rating. If you don't listen on iTunes, still do that. But yeah. you know, on iTunes especially, it just really, really helps out our visibility. Um, as ever, we're going to uh, end on a song. Yeah. Uh, as there's not a lot of songs about leg people, uh, we're going to skip back. We we had a Gold Rush episode, and there's there's a, a lot of old songs from that sort of there time. Is, yeah. uh, we've gone with a song called "Life in California," uh, sung by Logan English with guitar accompaniment. That's what it says on the cover. Uh, so uh, enjoy that, um, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. I ain't got no home or nothing, I suppose Misfortune seems to follow me wherever I go I come to California with a heart most out and bold And have been up to the diggings there to get some lumps of gold But I'm a used-up man, a perfect used-up man And if ever I get home again, I'll stay there if I can I lives way down in Maine, where I heard about the diggings. So I shipped aboard at Arundel Park, commanded by Joe Higgins. I sold my little farm, and from my wife and children parted. And off to California, sailed and left them brokenhearted. But here's a used-up man, a perfect used-up man. And if ever I get home again, I'll stay there if I can. I got to San Francisco, I saw such heaps of money And the way the folks at Monty played, I thought the game was funny And so I took my pile and on the table tossed it 
And the chap who dealt me out the card says, my friend, you have lost it. So you're a used up man, a perfect used up man. And if ever I get home again, I'll stay there if I can. I got into a steamboat and started up the river And I thought that darn mosquitoes would have taken out my liver When I got to Sacramento, I buckled on this rigging And soon I found a decent place and so I went to digging But I'm a used-up man, a perfect used-up man And if ever I get home again, I'll stay there if I can I got into the water where the Peter and Ager took me and after I was froze to death, it turned about and shook me. And still I kept to work, a hoping twould be better. But the water wouldn't fall a bit, but it kept on getting wetter. But I'm a used up man, a perfect used up man. And if ever I get home again, I'll stay there if I can. Well, I suppose if I should die, they'd take me to the mission. Or else the city would sell me to pay up my physician. I've tried to keep my courage and swore I would not spree it. And here's my pile for five months' work. I'd as leave that you'd not see it. For I'm a used-up man, a perfect used-up man. If ever I get home again, I'll stay there if I can. I don't know what to do for all the time I'm dodging To hunt up grub enough to eat and find a decent lodging I can't get any liquor and no one seems to meet me Who'll take me by the collar now and kindly ask to treat me For I'm a used up man, a perfect used up man And if ever I get home again I'll stay there if I can